what is up everybody i just finished recording episode 15 and 16 this is episode 17 three questions podcast my name is cam owner founder of ck collective marketing strategy consult consultancy company for entrepreneurs business owners people looking to get after it get to the next level of their lives mentally physically emotionally spiritually financially academically I specialize in those six six spheres. Wow, spheres. I can't even talk right now. This is the third podcast in a row I'm doing tonight. I have a lot of good questions that I've actually written. These are questions coming from me. Uh, Last one was pretty good. Episode 15 was also very good. Go and listen to those. If you haven't listened to them, make sure you're subscribing and reviewing the podcast. It helps get it to more people. If and when we're getting a lot of downloads and I am very supportive, I have not had a ton of time to do these on a regular basis. That was all foreseen though. So here we are. I want to thank our sponsor, Ad Sciences, a company out of Boston. Ad Sciences is the data science platform and digital advertising service that runs the world's best performing Facebook and Instagram ad campaigns. Their clients are agency partners that get significantly more higher quality leads as well as more sales at a lower cost per lead and cost per sale with a much higher return on ad spend than they've ever been able to achieve. Ad Sciences is a great fit for companies that have both a product and a service, whether you're B2B or B2C, and they work across every single globe, every single country, and they also specify as, excuse me, they also our experts and micro audiences as well. You can do a free audit with them. If you want to learn more about how this works, go to adsciences.com. That's A-D-S sciences.com. Or you can reach out to my good friend, Howie, howie at appanite.com. That is A-P-P-A-N-I-T-E.com. Howie at appanite.com. I have referred Howie a ton of clients and customers over the year. And again, I I haven't seen anybody else do it better. Every single client I refer to him has doubled or tripled or 10x their own services, and they've always blown up after. So please go work with Howie if you're looking to get a product or a business out there in a specific audience. You won't regret it. I promise you that. Okay, uh, let's hop into it. Okay, I have a few good questions that I want to get out there. Number one, let's talk about it. Should I be taking cold showers every day? Why or why not? Okay, here's the deal. This is a very personal thing for me. Cold showers, I think if I can take a two-minute cold shower, as cold as possible as that shower can go, if I can stand there for two minutes and take that, I can deal with any anything else in my day. I didn't really believe it. I'm probably like you know two, three months into doing this every single day, seven days a week. I do it first thing in the morning, right? Or after my morning run, whenever my first shower of the day is, I make sure that it is a two-minute cold shower. I will either keep it cold and I will hyperventilate before I go into it, or I will go into it, right? Wash, do my business, whatever, and then I'll turn it freezing cold, okay? As cold as possible. And I will do one minute on the front, okay? Face, chest, arms, armpits, legs, right? My reproductive area, I will take one minute of that freezing cold punishment, and then it will turn around and I will let it hit the nape of my neck, the back of my head, and I will stand there and I will just tense all of my my whole body for a whole minute. And then I get out, bam, huge release of dopamine, okay? And I will tell you why this happens. 
So when you are, from a scientific perspective, when you are in a fight or flight scenario, such as a cold shower, your body is very easily tricked into thinking that it is dying. You are experiencing cold out of the norm. What your body does is it shunts blood from your extremities, right? From your manos, from your hands. It takes the blood and it puts it to all of your vital organs. Why? Because blood means warmth and your organs need to be perfusing that is sharing blood oxygen o2 exchanging nutrients and uh, byproducts in order to survive okay there are there are a lot of organs that need blood and need to keep blood cycling okay your spleen and your liver filter so much freaking blood it is insane so what this does when your body shunts that blood into the middle into your your thorax right your chest and your abdomen to keep your body warm your body rewards you for when you get out of that cold okay and the way that it does that is your body releases dopamine your body says hey good job right you fought off whatever it was that freezing cold you got out of there okay you fell into the lake and you somehow got yourself out and now you're warming back up again great job your body congratulates itself on sort of surviving a uh very terrifying experience and this releases a bunch of dopamine which makes you feel amazing okay same thing happens when you see all these crazy guys on youtube or instagram that hop into a freezing cold hey this is you know 36 degrees and it's the middle of winter in minnesota and they're hopping into an ice bath and they do it for two to six minutes they've built up what is called brown fat okay i'm not going to get into the different types of, of fat but they built up a layer of brown fat that actually insulates them from this cold which is why guys are able to do that for a long time i am a little skinny right now but eventually if i continue to do this right i can work myself up to doing colder temps for a longer period of time this is how famous guys like wim hoff have been able to hike everest barefoot and go and do that without a shirt and they're they're able to do it these guys have trained themselves to do this over a long period of time you as a human being probably can't walk off the street and go do those same things but there are ways that you can work up to this just like every human being across the planet can get better at something if they continue to work at it over time okay but to answer the question should you be taking cold showers every day why personally for me in my profession right now if i take a cold shower first thing in the morning i can do anything i feel amazing I feel like I have a little bit more resilience. I feel like I have done, you know, the hardest thing essentially of the day, which is to put myself in a, you know, fight or flight scenario. First thing in the morning when I'm uncomfortable, it wakes me up, it gets my blood going. I come back, I do, you know, 40, 50 pushups, then I'll maybe meditate um, or I take a cold shower after a run. It also relieves a ton of lactic acid buildup. When, you're, when your body shunts all of that blood, lactic acid from working out, it actually starts removing it in a faster scenario than just by stretching or just by rolling out. So I really highly recommend that you take cold shower every single day. Hopefully a few of the things that I mentioned here encourage you to do so. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's difficult. After you do it for one month, I guarantee you're going to want to do it every single day. All right. Uh, second question. <laughs> uh, this is a good one. So I wrote this after a conversation I was having with one of my clients and as it happens so often with my clients, my clients really inspire me to sort of get better or to learn more. And I started this podcast for them, for you guys, because there are a lot of things that come up that I feel like are very applicable to a wider audience. So the second question is, is it right to chase women? And 
the dating game, the dating world has has changed. I was previously engaged. I am not, right? I am single. So I am currently in the sphere of, of, you know, working and just sort of learning and growing and really kind of bringing a lot of my energy internally. And I'm not at a, a time or period where I am chasing women, which has made me really think about this question because a lot of my clients are also on their personal journeys as well. Some are male, some are female. And with the ones that are like pseudo dating or kind of dating or the ones that are happily married or the ones that are even having relationship problems, it's it's always a fine dance. And I encourage majority of my clients to continue learning more about their gender specific partner. OK, whether they have a male partner or whether it's a, a female partner or, or unspecified, it is one of the things of, you know, there's an elegant dance between you and the mate that you choose. And learning about that person's, you know, hobbies, their qualities, their attributes, what they want in life will always, always allow you to be able to engage them in a better way. But this question is primarily for the single guys. Should you, is it right to chase women? Short answer is it's okay to chase women, but it depends on your goals. Okay. I personally, and again, you may not agree with this, but for me, I have to chase my purpose as a man. I have to chase, you know, success in my profession. I have to chase what it is that I want to chase. Otherwise, I will never be happy with myself. And I personally believe that the number one relationship that you should have in your life is the relationship with yourself. Because if you don't like yourself, okay, if you're not proud of what you're doing, if you're not proud of what you're learning, if you don't like what you're doing, if you don't like what you see in the mirror, it is going to be so hard to freely like another person for who they are and what they do, okay? And not seek their external validation to make you and your own insecurities feel better about yourself. And I hope that makes sense, okay? But the number one relationship that you should have as a human being should be the relationship with yourself. Do you like yourself? Are you working on things? Do you have hobbies? Are you a friendly person? What would your friend say about you, okay? What would your coworker say about you? Are you empathetic? Do you give people energy, right? Are you a radiator or a drain? This is a concept I talk about with 100% of my clients. A radiator is somebody that, you know, makes the, the the room warm, okay? It people want to be around it, people want it in their living room. It's a it's a center part of the house, whatever, okay? If you're a drain, shit goes down, okay? It's nobody wants to be there. People piss down that, dirty stuff goes down there. It's a garbage disposal. It is a useful thing, but for it's not a radiator. I hope I hope that makes sense. That was a poor analogy, but I hope you understand that radiators and drains concept. I've spoken ad nauseum to each one of my clients. You're you're either one or the other. Okay, are you bringing light, heat, warmth to the party to the interaction, or are you draining it down and taking it away, becoming a black hole for that interaction? Think about that. Okay, and when it comes to chasing women, yes, chase the partner that you want. It is okay to like be in a dance, but innately, if you chase is the wrong word, if you chase another person, what is their natural instinct? If you look at someone on the street and you run up to that person or you run towards them, what is that person's natural reaction? They stop, freeze, back up, maybe even turn and run the other direction. Same way it goes in relationships and dating. And with today's world, today's society, so many people are chasing and they want instant gratification. And it's becoming a very sort of transactional dating world where it's like, Hey, you know, let's go out. Let's, let's have this, let's have a date. Let's just hook up and then never talk to each other again. 
And back in the day, like back in the days of Casanova, right? I've I've read books and novels about how all of these, you know, great courtiers of their time would literally spend, you know, weeks and months and years, you know, continuously seducing. Go read The Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. That's a fantastic book for you to start. That is truly what it's about, okay? It is about a long-term endeavor of doing this back and forth dance. And it's so elegant the way that he writes and shares those stories, but you should not be chasing anyone in or out of your life, okay? People should choose to be there. You're a train that knows where it's going at the end of the day. People can can hop on, people can get off, but you are working on you. You have to have that relationship with yourself and your track and your path, and you've got to do the maintenance on that rail line. Otherwise, it all falls apart. I hope that makes sense. It's a longer answer to talk about that one, okay? Don't chase anybody. Allow people to come in, allow people to go out, learn the lessons, do what you need to do, okay? I'm over time on that one by five seconds. But question number three, here we go. Episode number 17. Can you define what you resist persists? Okay. Can you define what you resist persists? This is one of my favorite quotes. And it actually came from a sort of meditation seminar that I took and engaged in. And what I learned is that when we experience failure or when we experienced any sort of challenging time or maybe it's a a breakup and we can't understand something and we don't know why and we ask ourselves all of these questions and we think about it all the time okay a job loss a, a partner or you know someone died or there are very challenging things that are part of the human experience that you will not be able to escape that is a guarantee you will never be able to avoid sadness, failure, betrayal. These things will happen to you as a human being and you have got to find a way to accept them, okay? Caroline Mace, who writes Anatomy of the Spirit, also uh, one of my other favorite books, Advanced Energy Anatomy. She has three things. She has a very, very cool saying. She has, have make no judgments, have no expectations and stop asking why things happen as they do. Okay, I'm gonna say that for you again make no judgments, have no expectations, and stop asking why things happen as they do. And I think that's a very powerful phrase that I've begun to incorporate into my life, right? Uh, There's another book by Michael Singer called The Surrender Experiment. Uh, I, I try and read a lot. I don't know if you can tell, but these books, The Surrender Experiment, talks about surrendering to the divine path of life. And I feel like when rejection happens to us, whether you're a religious person or not, when rejection happens to us or when challenging things happen to us, so often us as human beings, myself included, we lean into those things, right? I remember being broken up with and I was like, well, why are you doing this? You know, why, what happened? How did you feel this way? And I spent, you know, six to eight months after a very long-term relationship asking myself day in, day out, well, what is she doing? And why is this? Why is this happening? And blah, 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 blah. And it was so unhealthy for me at the time. And I was just resisting the change in my life that needed to happen at that point. That relationship had run its course. We we became very different people. And instead of me saying, okay, I understand, I, I which I eventually did, I could not accept why that happened and I, I had to keep asking myself why. And I asked, I became an ask hole. I asked all my friends, my family, and I spent countless hours talking to people that I owe so much to for just hearing me out. And if I had just said, okay, my life is changing. I am very uncomfortable, very nervous, I'm very worried, but I trust the process that I'm going to be brought to where I need to be. 
which is how I feel generally about things now, I, I resisted the change. Therefore, that breakup for me, right? Getting over that breakup persisted for longer, right? I was resisting, resisting, resisting. Therefore, the change that needed to happen in my life, the next steps, the doors that did eventually open up to me and the pathway that was sort of unfolded before me took so long to to unfold because I was I was resisting that, okay? Therefore, the trauma from that breakup, all of those emotions persisted for a long time. Now, I do remember at one point, okay, finally, when you stop resisting and you kind of surrender to, okay, my life is changing, you know, let's look in the next direction. I remember it was probably a week after that, I was like running in the mountains. I think it was in Aspen, Colorado. I was running in the mountains with my dog. And I just remember being overcome by like a feeling of like, serenity and just being like i I got the runner's high in the mountains and i was like it's going to be okay and it was probably a little bit of hypoxia because i wasn't really training in the mountains a lot at that point but i just remember a feeling of like hey everything's going to be okay like doors are going to start opening for you and they did and it was amazing and it brought me into this whole new phase of life that i i there's no way i could have imagined that i would be where i am today and i'm very grateful for those experiences but For me, I hear this a lot and I see a lot of my clients dealing with the same thing is, hey, they're resisting, they're resisting, they're resisting. You know, one of my clients, he just moved across the country because this pathway opened up to him and I urged him to take it. And even though he did and he's still working on himself and growing, I'm very proud of of him paying attention to the doors that did open up after he stopped resisting and asking why his relationship also blew up. And what you resist persists. Please keep that in mind. I'm sort of out of time for that question. But this has been episode number 17. I'm going to shut it down for the day. I will post all these probably in succession. So I hope you really enjoy them. Um, I'm having a lot of fun doing this podcast. I would like to get more guests on here. And I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to thank all of you for submitting questions and having an open mind, especially. It's really tough to have these one-sided conversations with myself. Um, So keep submitting questions. I don't want to just come up with questions then answer my own. If you want to be a guest on here, I would love to ask you questions and have you just sort of spin through them. Again, five minutes of question. I hope you take some of these things and learn something from this podcast. And uh, yeah, I hope you have a great evening and a great weekend and a great life. Remember, stay focused, stay present. Never stop working on yourself. Never stop learning, especially, right? Uh, Being comfortable and complacent is a bad thing. So good luck to you all, and I will see you on the next one. Have a good one.